1: The following podcast is a Dr. Media production.
0: Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon, coming to you live from a hotel room. We're on the road. It's the holiday season. We're wrapping up the end of the farewell tour. When you hear this though, it will be Christmas. It will be next week. You will have just unwrapped gifts. You will have kissed a loved one under mistletoe or maybe your weird uncle, Dan. You know what I mean? Maybe he cornered you and you had to look him in the eyes and go, hey Dan, I'm your niece. Enough maybe that was your holiday season. I'm hoping it wasn't, but my holiday season is spent in Mexico truly doing the least. I feel like I had a booked and busy, very blessed year. And I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, everybody who came out to shows, everybody who supported me, everybody who tuned in the Today Show. Y'all don't realize we've literally built a community and I am so unbelievably grateful. I, I, I hope I say it enough, but I truly, truly from the bottom of my heart, meeting each and every one of you on the road is just, it's just changed my life. Truly it's changed my life. And thank you. That's all I can say is thank you. And I'm sorry if you were in an uncomfortable situation with one of your uncles at Christmas. You know, I had a weird uncle. I don't talk to him anymore. He never did anything like like next level creepy, but there was a vibe. I didn't know if maybe he was demonically possessed and I can't, we're not close with the family anymore. So it's not like I'm going to burn bridges, but I had an uncle who had a weird eye who I could have sworn a couple times shot a devilish look at me. You know, I'd walk past him quietly mumble under my breath. I rebuke this in the name of Jesus, but you know what family it's hard. Holidays are hard. You know, I talked about it in an earlier episode of the podcast. It's hard if you miss your family, but it's also hard if you just fucking hate them. You know what I'm saying? If you're like, ugh. Uncle Dan's here and he's a creep. It's hard. But I want to encourage people also to make new memories and the holidays. And again, holidays have changed for me since I lost my dad, but I'm creating new memories. So what's the holidays to you? If Christmas was a bus this year, let's change it next year let's add these things to our vision boards. This is something that's an absolutely yes that I want to encourage people to do. Listen, I thought vision boards were some honky ass, dumb ass bullshit. I was like, there's no fucking way I'm doing a vision board. No fucking way. Not a chance in hell, Claire. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know if y'all can hear this, but oh God, I had to get some cold Pellegrino. I'll tell you what, these shows, I'm sorry I'm hoarse. I've been on the road. It's like I do a two hour comedy show and then I got to come and do a podcast, which I'm grateful for. But my voice is, it's raw. It's tired. It's dusty. Like the Camelback Mountain in Phoenix. It was so funny during the show in Phoenix, which I had such a great time in Phoenix. Some lady was like, we got the dry heat. Like that's her thing. It's just like, it's heat, but it's dry heat. I'm like, that's like saying I got a zit on my lip, but it's not a cold sore. You know what I mean? You're like, it's still really fucking hot. And I got to be honest with you, because I'm from the South. I love a moist heat. I love a dry heat, but I, I heat to heat is heat to me. You know what I'm saying? H to H, it's all fucking hot. Now, I will say, even in a dry heat, I still sweat from my forehead, my bangs, my upper lip, my breasts, and my grundle region moist or dry. I don't sweat from my armpits. It's a thing. I don't know what it is. Sometimes when my adrenals are shot, I'll sweat from my armpits. But for the most part, I don't really sweat from my armpits. I sweat from my hairline. And that's something I'm working through. You know, if you met me at the meet and greets, you came up, you put your arm around me, back of my neck, like the Titanic, wet. I don't know who to talk to about that. I don't know where I'm supposed to get treatment. Because it's been that way my whole life. So, going into 2020, you know, I want to encourage y'all to make vision boards. <laughs> this is, I think I brought up vision boards and then I just like literally went from A to B back to Q then like, what am I even talking about? My whole point about sweating is I want you to write down on your vision board this coming up year. I made fun of vision boards. I did them. I got stoned. I was like, this, I did it out of spite. And I know whenever you do some sort of like team building moment out of spite, it's it's totally detrimental. Like it's not going to work. I ended up making a vision board on like January 2nd, hung over as shit because it was like a two day hangover this January of 2019. And I put all this shit on my vision board And damn it, I'm not even kidding you. So much of this shit has come true. It is wild. And you know, I say about manifesting, but really I believe it's a God thing. But truly, I think if we just start asking each other, the universe, God, if we start putting this shit down, this is what I want. It'll fucking come true, you know? I want to get better at not sweating from beneath my eyebrows. So when I put that on my vision board, Around New Year's, I'm going to have to put on there some sort of surgical procedure. I'm going to have to do some back research, print out the receipts, and then put that on the vision board. You got to get specific. Like, okay, my vision board for 2019, I said, I want to lose weight, but I just put cool sculpting. I put cool sculpting ads because I knew I didn't actually want to like exercise. And guess what? I got cool sculpting. Did not work. Did not work. Gonna go ahead and tell you that. Did it on my stomach, burned, didn't work, you know? Eh. you know, if somebody has a great procedure of what I should do just to really take my fitness to the next level, let me know. Let me know. I'll print it out, put it on the board. I'll stare at it for the next 12 months or the next nine months up into my wedding. Eh. Give me a procedure. I'm tired. I'll tell you what, you know what I'm grateful for this year? Sparkling friggin' water. You know, I was a kid who was drinking LaCroix before they were a thing. And I'm not saying that as a brag thing, but, you know, my mom grew up in Boston. So we were drinking the Polar, Seltzer, we were drinking all that shit. And so I grew up on Pellegrino, the LaCroix. LaCroix's been around for like 20 fucking years. It has. Y'all didn't even know it's been around forever. But right now I'm drinking a cold Pellegrino on ice, relaxing, kicking my feet up, thinking about the future. And I'll be honest with you. One of the things that I really am going to put at the top of my vision board for next year is being present. I yell at Jeff all the time for being present because he's like, you know, dicking around on his phone. But I mean it. It's been really hard, I think, for me to absorb what has happened this year because it has been so fruitful and amazing and just, but it all happened very fast, You know, and I want you to know that when I meet y'all at the shows, everything that you say to me, I really take in, but it takes me like a day or two to really absorb. Like I have to go home and sit in it for a while for me to fully understand the impact that we're having, like what is happening. So my goal next year is to be present in the moment and to really just own everything in that moment. You know, I want to feel it. (sighs) I feel like I've had such serious podcasts. I'm not even going there. I just feel so unbelievably relieved. I mean, I feel blessed, but I also feel really fucking relieved. I feel relieved that the hard work is now starting to click and somebody's like, oh, we get it. (sighs) It's like a breath of fucking fresh air. (sighs) Yes. It's what I needed. It's what I needed. What else are we gonna put on the vision board? I'll, I'll figure out a pet. Okay, we're going to get a pet. It's going to take a minute. Oh, guess what I'm doing? I don't know if I'm supposed to tell anybody, but I'm, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. I'm going to Thailand. We already bought the flights, so they're done. I'm going to gonna go on a little bit of an eat, pray, love trip. I'm going to Mexico for Christmas. By the time you hear this, I am actually in Mexico. to be like my first day in Mexico. And then I've got to go to LA, do some work. And then I've decided to take off two weeks in January. And I'm going to go to Thailand. I'm going to go bathe the fucking elephant. You know what I'm saying? I need to go look a small Thai woman in the eyes and say, thank you. Thank you for holding my hand while I had diarrhea next to this elephant. You know, these are the human connections that I need. I need to simplify things for a little bit. I need to go to Thailand and see some shit. I've also realized that I'll probably have kids in the next couple of years. And um, hold on, not, I'm not saying this to be like, kids hold you back. They don't, but they do. I mean, plain and simple. You know, you can't go see like a lady boy show in Thailand and really have that human experience when, you know, you've got a baby in a Bjorn. It just doesn't work like that. And if you're going to see sex shows with your baby, ah, absolutely not. It should be a pretty, you know, major given. Don't do that. So I'm going with some friends. I'm going to go to Thailand. Jeff can't come because he's got to work. And I'm just going for like two weeks. He said, girl, go. You know, we're getting married next year and I feel like I'm going to be traveling and seeing the entire country. We're going to add so many more show dates. Side note, we are coming to like all the cities. We're going to announce at the beginning of January all the whole new schedule for the year we're in Chicago. We're in Boston, Minneapolis. Um, I said, Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, uh, all of Texas, you know, Oklahoma. Like we're literally doing it all. We're going back to Florida. We're hitting it all. If I didn't mention it, it's just because I'm so fucking tired right now. We're hitting all the spots. So please, ladies in Chicago, quit sending me death threats. I promise you, mob wives, I will be there. We're going to announce it in just the next couple weeks. Just give me Christmas off. But I feel like I I need to go bathe an elephant. You know, I'm going to see America and I'm going to be traveling to Europe for my wedding, but I want to go to Thailand. I've never been. I want to see Asia. Y'all, before I was just too fucking broke to do it. And now I think I need to just have a cultural moment. You know, get back to my roots, simplify things. And by simplify, I mean, hang out at a Ritz-Carlton on an island. You feel me? Oh, if you guys thought I was doing like a hostel trip, get the fuck out of here. Fuck that. Absolutely not. No, no. I'm not sleeping in a fucking bunk bed while I have some large German tourist man who's got the top bunk fart and crop dust me down below. I'm not doing that. I've worked too fucking hard this year to deal with German crop dusting. (laughs) Not going to happen. But yeah, we're gonna do a little trip. If you were lucky enough to snag tickets to the secret pop-up show in LA, uh, I've got a secret pop-up show and if you were like, Heather, I didn't hear about the show, it's because you're not on the mailing list. We're doing two small shows and by small, I mean like 200 person venues. The 15th and the 16th of January. Um, it did sell out in like 0.3 seconds. We are going to do a huge show in Los Angeles. We will announce it in January. It's probably gonna be in like April. We are doing a big show in Los Angeles, so don't panic. Um, the funny thing is, and I really, we're keeping this on the podcast just because I, I'm trying to explain to y'all like what I have going on. The reason I'm going to Thailand is, you know, I've been doing this tour and we didn't come to LA this year just because we physically could not fit it into the schedule but I have to do these quote unquote like industry showcases where it's basically like two nights where we beg people from like HBO, Netflix and Amazon to please come see my show. Um, I'm trying to sell a TV show and I need these people from these networks to come and basically be like, Oh wow, she's a, a bad bitch. So if if you're coming to these LA shows, I'm only saying this on the podcast. I need you to bring the fucking heat. I need you to be decked out head to toe in animal print like you already do, but I need you to bring the heat and just really like be a fucking great audience because essentially i'm performing for y'all but then we're all sort of performing for netflix so they give me a tv deal do you know what i'm saying that's where we're at shameless plug i was like should i just tell them what these shows are that's what the fuck it is i was like why don't we just wait and do one big show but this is hollywood you know, everything's fucking strategic. But really and truly, I'm just going to be so excited because I know I'm going to have so much more new material to work out on stage. And I love playing these tiny clubs. It's just fun. It's fun. It's a good time. It's a good fucking time. So we got to dress to impress, you know, God, it never fucking ends. And the funny thing is, it's like you send out these these invitations to all these big wigs in Hollywood and like they, most of them send their secretary or their assistant. They're like, I don't know who the fuck Heather McMahon is. I'm sure it's fucked on spending my Tuesday you know, evening going to the show. So it's me trying to impress a lot of interns that then have to go report back and be like, show is lit. A lot of women in animal print. But if they know that, then they're gonna be like, oh, OK, OK, it's a cult. We, I I need everybody to seem a little cultish. Honestly, I think that's what it is. You know, I think that's what it friggin' is. Come with your animal prints. Maybe cry a little on the front row. You know, maybe like kind of treat me like Elvis or a beetle. That's what we need. Dramatics. If you see anybody in suits who's waiting in line to get into the show, just talk really loudly and be like, I mean, Heather McMahon would be so much better if she was on a show on your network, you know what I mean? Play dumb, but like, don't. Like, man, Heather's the best. I just wish you had a show on that network, you know, like suss them out. Do they seem like ABC people, NBC people, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, like suss it the fuck out for me. That's what I need you to do. I need you to suss. Put on your detective skills. Feel out the vibe. See what people are working with. And if it just looks like a bunch of frat daddy like USC interns, just give them a hand job and say, can you report back to your boss on Monday that they need to give her a deal? That's what I need. Y'all, we built a community and we're doing this together. And I really, really need that TV show deal. Mom is trying to buy a house. Absolutely yes to buying some sort of something stable in um in New York. Not in New York. Jesus Christ. Wow, that was a Freudian slip in Atlanta. I want to get back to the South. And in order to do that, I want to be able to film my TV show and do it in Atlanta. I'm manifesting all these things. I want to shoot my show in Atlanta. I'm very proud of what I'm, I've written. And now we just need to make it happen. But also I'm performing just to have some fucking fun. But I just need y'all to know there will be like two people in the audience who are judging the fuck out of me. <laughs> fuck, I think I just chipped my tooth on the microphone. I'm not even kidding you. I just hit the microphone on my tooth. Hold oh, on, let me feel it out guys, I need fucking veneers. I have gray teeth and I had orthodontics, but the problem is I keep chipping my two front teeth and the, the dentist has sawed them down enough where they're like, you're going to have to get veneers. I'm like, I don't even have fucked up teeth. They're like, yeah, but we can't, you keep chipping them. Oh, the tangled web we weave. So I might show up to this show in LA with just two honking. You know who got bad veneers? Haley Duff has grown into her veneers. Okay. I mean, not Haley, Hillary. Hillary Duff has now grown into her veneers. Donald Faison from Clueless, not great. Big, very large for his mouth. And that's okay. But that's the first thing I notice is if somebody's had bad veneers, I don't want to end up with bad veneers, Claire. I don't. I want to work my good, raw, real teeth. You know what I'm saying? God, that's where I'm at. Y'all, richly blessed. I hope you had the most amazing Christmas. I hope if you got a shitty gift, you're returning it. And also maybe next year, let's not fucking do gifts. I'm fucking over it. I don't want to do gifts. My love language is time. I want to hang out. I want to go to a Hellstone or a Houston's restaurants, get a spinach dip, a sushi roll, and just chit chat. Slightly dirty Chopin martini, chit chat. That's what I want. What do you want? Write it down. Put it on your vision board. Let these hoes know what you're doing in 2020. Guess what? Guess what you're not doing? Not making that car payment because you can't. Because guess what? You're going to elevate yourself. Guess what you're not doing in 2020? Dating that douche lord who don't call you when you want him to. Good boy. Absolutely not we're going to live in our purpose and our power and we're going to fucking do it and we're going to crush it and we're going to giggle and I'm going to go, can I be honest with you, the real reason I want to go to Thailand, I'm trying to jump set this like shredding for the wedding. You know, everybody just starts going to the gym in January. I'm literally going to continue to be so busy that I'm, I'm going to just be traveling where I'm going to be like, okay, fuck, I can't get into a regular routine. I'm hoping I get a parasite hoping I go to Thailand, get a parasite, and then that just jump kicks the weight loss for the wedding. And listen, I'm not trying to do anything extreme. I'm just saying a little doo-doo for a couple weeks will start the cleansing process that'll at least just jump set me to the right point. You know, when you're like at your emergency weight and you're like, fuck, I I have so far to go. If I could just shit myself for like a month and a half, maybe lose a little blood, a little water weight, then I'd be at a good place where I can be like, once I recover from that, you know, I'll be weak. I'll probably be weak for two or three months. But once I recover from that smooth sailing, it's a little muscle toning. And honestly, that's it. I just need to lose most of it and then tone. But the losing, it's the part that's like, God damn, that's a lot. You know, it's a lot a lot of work. So, we're going to go to Thailand. We're going to do some pop up shows and then we're going to announce the entire next leg of the tour. So, tune in in the brand new year. I'm going to take New Year's Eve off. Um, there will not be a podcast on New Year's Eve week, but that's okay. Or right, it's supposed to go about New Year's Day. We're going to take that week off. I want everybody to focus, get high, do your vision boards, figure out what you want to do in 2020. And we're going to make it happen. You don't have to rise and grind you don't have to hustle hard. I want you to like medium hustle to rolling a joint and then getting out a bunch of cool magazines and printing out a bunch of fun photos on the internet and then just make your vision board. And I think we should all share them. And it'll be like, hashtag medium hustle. We're start slow, start medium, then build. That's how you do a successful year. Start a little bit. And then by December, you're like, what the fuck just happened? Y'all, I want to round out this year. I want to get to some of the voicemails. I know a bunch of y'all called in and told me how your Thanksgivings were going, how you were heading into holiday season. So now we're going to cut to the voicemails so that we can really end out this year. It's all about you. It's not about me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And um, I'm hoping that I can give you some sage advice, but I also want to hear how you survived your holidays. So without further ado, now let's get into the voicemails. Your skin is your largest organ in your body. Did you know that? It covers you from the tip of your toenails all the way to the tip of your head. And if you're not taking care of it, well, then your life's not gonna be right. The cool thing is I found this company and they're brand new this year and they reached out to me and I did some research and I really am genuinely think that they have an amazing product. I am talking about Skin Say. Skin Say, a brand new company out on the market. All of their products are vegan Cruelty free. They work with the microbiome of your skin. They're plant derived products that truly take a holistic and 360 approach to your life. What you do is you go on their website and you fill out some information about where do you live? How much water are you drinking? What's your sleep like? What's your exercise like? Listen, if you're not taking care of the bigger picture, your skin is not going to be great. Trust me. I know I'm run down from tour and I'm having to build my skin back up. But the good thing is skin say after I take the questionnaire and then I can optionally post a little selfie on their website, then they tell me exactly what my skin routine should be so that I can treat my skin as great as I'm treating the rest of my life. It's truly a holistic whole approach. Here's the thing. All you do to get started on Skin Say, it's dot com backslash absolutely with a free diagnostic and get 20% off your first order with code absolutely. Again, that is S-K-I-N-S-E-I.com backslash absolutely for free diagnostic and get 20% off your first order with my code absolutely. Listen, take it from me, go on the website and just Type in what's going on in your life. When you see this approach and how they take a look at the whole picture, your mind will be blown. And honestly, I am on the path to having the most perfect, beautiful skin. I've got to get rid of this hormonal cystic acne and all the other things that have been plaguing me through 2019 because I'm using SkinSay. Again, dot icom backslash. Absolutely. And get 20% off your first order with my code. Absolutely. Now back to the podcast.
2: Heather love your podcast. Long time listener. I haven't absolutely not. So I fly a lot between LA and New York for business on Delta. What up Delta? Big I'm so excited. I'm doing the overnight flight, which is always a drag from LA to New York. And I magically get upgraded, which is incredible. So I'm so excited. I'm going to get into Comfort Plus. I get to my seat. I sit down, sit next to this woman. She looks fine. Totally normal. All of a sudden, she pulls out her yogurt. And I'm like, first of all, probably and absolutely not eating on a plane because I know you didn't wipe down that seat before I got here. I can just tell, which is what I do every single time I'm on a plane. You've got to Purell the shit out of these seats, seat belts, tray tables, everything. Anyway, she pulls out their fucking yogurt, and then she has the audacity to stick her hand in her yogurt and use it as a spoon and eats her yogurt with her hands. And I'm telling you, it is probably the closest I've ever come to throwing up in public. The most disgusting thing I've ever fucking seen. Absolutely not.
0: Hold on, girl. Absolutely fucking not. You're telling me you have a magical moment where you get upgraded and then you gotta watch a bitch eat yogurt with her hands? What is this, the fucking zombie apocalypse? I mean, at this point, do we need to bring Go-Gurts back? Are we that much of an uncivilized society that we have to fucking bring Go-Gurts back? Listen, I've gotten to the point where I'm basically eating fucking baby food out of a jar because I don't know what else to do with my life. But if you think for two seconds, I'm gonna sit down in a Delta comfort seat and stick my filthy finger that I just drug through TSA and wipe it in a Chobani box and then put it in my mouth. You know what you do to people like that? You open the emergency door and you kick their ass out. I mean, there are very few times that I'm like truly speechless in my life. The fact that you had to watch a grown woman, you know what? This is like, go back to the episode of this podcast, P2P. This is a P2P problem. Peer to peer. At that moment, as women, we should have been able to just turn to this woman and go, hey man, P2P, peer to peer, not acceptable. That's disgusting. You want to know why it's disgusting? You're going to end up with a yeaster in your mouth from the germs from your finger, dipping into your chibani. You're going to get thrush. Oh God. You know, people truly just lose all sense of, it's not even normalcy, all sense of just fucking rationality when they get on airplanes. And I know everyone's going to be flying a ton over the holidays and I need everyone to keep their cool and don't fucking lose your mind. But I don't blame you for literally wanting to dry heave on a woman. You know what you do with the yogurt? This is what you do. You got to say it's a Chobani. All right. You break it in half. You put the crumbs in the thing. You mix it up. You know what you do? You take your mouth. You take that awkward, Yogurt pack, and you literally try and dig your tongue in as deep as possible. And you do one of these like, uh, can you hear it? It's like I'm kind of French kissing you, but I'm not. And you take your tongue and you scrape the outer banks, if you will, of that Chibani bowl. You don't fucking get your finger in there. Also, I do two top layers of yogurt and then I throw that shit out. I'm never going to scrape the bottom, really, of a yogurt. Because I know I've got a better snack in the pouch to eat. I think we all tolerate yogurt. At no point am I like mm, dying for yogurt. Froyo, for sure. Regular yogurt, debatable, hit or miss. Do you know what I'm saying? Listen, I don't blame you. I don't blame you for being infuriated. I don't blame you for wanting to, you know, pull the emergency button and just end it right there. I can't believe that woman didn't just take her tongue, stick it deep into that yogurt and just like try and scoop it out with her tongue. She used her fucking hand. Jesus, help us and save us. Lord, you were born on Christmas, but some of your followers and disciples were born yesterday and it's not okay. And we got to figure it out. Thank you for sharing that story. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, absolutely not to freaking yogurt on an airplane. Get your life together. My God.
3: Hey, Heather. Love you so much. Um, My name is Sarah. I work in sustainability, trying to save the world one plastic bottle at a time, doing the Lord's work for brands that want to go green. And in the last two years, I decided to be pescatarian and vegan sometimes for my own dietary needs. I was sick a lot and all that stuff. Plus, I lost 10 pounds when I stopped eating meat. That's my truth. But I don't hate or shame anyone who eats meat at all. I do love a good vegan restaurant that's super creative. It's yummy, feels healthy. I'm here for it. So I went to one yesterday and they had a sign on the door that said, you know, really don't come in if you're wearing any animal products in the restaurant. I'm sorry, Cheryl. What? Now I'm being shamed by my own community for wearing a down jacket because I live in the Northeast. Where it's negative 45, four fifths of the year? I don't think so. Like, that's an absolutely not. This is really why vegans get such a bad rap because they're so freaking exclusive and don't understand people have different reasons for wanting to eat a vegan meal. Like, let's just take it down a notch. I'm just trying to do my best. Anyway, just felt like I needed to share especially since I know
0: you are on your wellness journey. Okay. This is a dipsy doozy. I hear you. Listen, you are trying to be sustainable, trying to live your truth. And I love that you went vegan. I went vegan for three months after my dad passed away of cancer and I put on 15 pounds. Apparently, if you just eat chips and guac fries and vegan grilled cheese, you too can put on weight. (laughs) Happens to me every time. I hear you on trying to do the most and then feeling like you're getting the fucking least from your community. Listen, my mom is plant-based, but she'll have like a rack of lamb every about six days. And it's hard. You know, a lot of the time I'm a big animal advocate. I, I, but I wear leather. I wear good leather. I love a snakeskin purse. Guess what? The snake's already fucking dead. At some point we have to look ourselves in the mirror and just go, how, how have people been surviving for this long? You know what I mean? We got a lot of people on the planet. We've got a lot of animals. You know, I like, what the fuck do you want me to do? There is a like a like a group of I don't know what the proper terminology is here for this. They are uh, an indigenous group of people to a part of essentially like the North Pole right? And they wear polar bear jackets. These have been passed down from generations. They literally had to club a polar bear. It was like either they were eaten or the polar bear was eaten from years ago. I saw this documentary. Everyone's all in fucking up in arms because they're like, I can't believe they still wear these like, you know, bear coats. And I'm like, listen, this is what these people used to friggin' survive. So the fact that you are up in arms, I mean, this is like basics 101. You know, if I I was one of the first people to ever live in Atlanta, Georgia, I'd have a cool loincloth on made out of, you know, I don't know, a pine tree because that's native to where I'm from. We all got to pump the brakes a little bit, you know? Listen, I don't eat foie gras because A, I think it's disgusting and B, I think it's disgusting how they like force feed the geese, the goose, the geese, if you will. But come on, if you eat it, I'm not going to be mad. Live your truth. It's hard. Listen, as long as you're doing it with the right intentions, but at some point we all have to just pump the brakes a little bit and go at one step at a fucking time. And I love leather bags. Listen, we already got too many fucking cows on the earth. They're farting into the atmosphere and that's why we got such a bad ozone. You know, what do you want me to do? <laughs> if you think I'm going to quit wearing my St. Laurent bag, but I want to get a little tofu. You're out of your damn mind. I hope you walked into that vegan restaurant. Listen, you got to say, hey, one step at a time. We're all trying to make small changes, okay? Absolutely friggin' not to being that exclusive. Come on, I'm out of here trying. Thank you for that call and let's get to the next voicemail. Y'all know I live in a bootleg apartment right now in New York City, and our air conditioning unit that I have to blast in the middle of winter because my damn apartment's so friggin' hot turns off in the middle of the night because it's regulated by the damn landlord. Okay, well, you know what I've been doing to combat that middle of the night heat? I got myself one of the friggin' best, most comfortable bedding I have ever found, and I'm talking about Buffy. That's right, the vampire slayer and the best bedding in the world. Everything is made from ultra smooth eucalyptus fiber that feels softer than cotton. I cannot describe to you how amazing this comforter is. It keeps you warm when you need to be warm. It keeps you cool when you need to be cool. The eucalyptus fiber is everything. The reason it's so great is it's a breathable cool to the touch to help maintain that ideal sleeping temperature, but it also feels cozy without overheating. You know me, y'all, I'm going through a hormonal experience and it is just overwhelming. One minute I'm sweating, one minute I'm just freaking bone chilling cold. Thank God I switched over to the Buffy. Comfortable bedding, it has changed my life. Buffy bedding is just as soft on the planet as it is on your bed. Eucalyptus fiber isn't just like literally softer than cotton, but it's more earth friendly. And I know we are trying to save the turtles and trying to save all the things in the world because we're living in wild times. It's sourced from renewable forests, consumes 10% less water to grow and is transformed into ultra smooth fibers through a waste-free production process. All their products are cruelty-free and hypoallergenic. That is my biggest thing. Nothing is worse than when you find out you're allergic to a damn pillow. You know what I'm saying? My biggest thing is they have over 17,000 five-star reviews. This is truly a no-brainer. Buffy is the absolute Friggin' best. I'm obsessed with them. All you have to do is literally use my code absolutely at Buffy, dot and enter absolutely at checkout for $20 off your Buffy betting. This is the gift that keeps giving. If you got something for Christmas that you hated, return that shit and get Buffy betting. Buffy.co and enter code absolutely for $20 off your Buffy betting. Back to the podcast.
4: Hey, Heather, this is Christy from Mississippi. Hottie toddy, my fellow Alma Salam. And I'm calling with a major absolutely not because my daughter, who will remain unnamed, is 14 years old. And I was showing her, she knows what, I love you and, and our family, we love you. But I was showing her one of your stories the other day. And she said, Mom, please not now. She's so annoying. Absolutely freaking not. Heather McMahon is a god in our house, and I think I have to disown her, but also she is 14. She's very hormonal, and I'm dealing with that right now. But anyway, just want your thoughts on the situation. How do I handle this teenager who said Heather McMahon is annoying? Absolutely not. I am unwell, Heather. I love you. Goodbye. Christy
0: this is the funniest shit I have ever heard in my life. This is a very, very simple answer to how we deal with this. One, she's just saying this because she's pissed at you because you wouldn't let her go to the movies and give some guy named Dylan a handjob. You and I both know it, okay? So she's going to lash out on things that you like. Two, let's just call your daughter mm, Mackenzie, okay? Mackenzie... Knows that I'm fucking the real deal. I'm not even offended that she said I was annoying. This is just, like you said, hormonal bullshit. But three, Mackenzie doesn't know I'm about to show up to Mississippi and scare her straight. That's right. I'm showing up. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to hide in your garage. We're not going to tell her. This is going to have to be in the new year. You're going to say, hey, This is the deal. Santa dropped off one of your gifts late and it's in the garage. And I just need you to go out there and unwrap it. She'll get all excited, thinking it's like a new cell phone or a tablet or, you know, I don't know, whatever the kids are into these days, like a Pokemon. And the next thing you know, she's going to walk into the garage. She's going to be like, Where's my gift, mom? Like in her bratty voice. And then I'm going to pop out from behind your Lexus SUV. And she's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, hey, Mackenzie, sit down. I'm about to let you know what's good. And then I'm going to be sweating a lot because see, here's the thing. You left me in the garage for probably a little bit too long. And even though it's Mississippi and it's the dead of January, it's still going to be too hot. You know what I'm saying? So then I'll have that sweat effect that will then absolutely fucking terrify her. McKinsey's going to act all nonchalant like she's not worried about it. But then once your husband pops out from behind the Lexus with me and he has a ski mask on, she won't even know what hit her. Or maybe we also bring Jeff down because Jeff's like large and intimidating. So between Jeff and your husband in ski masks and then me in a full length fur, fully sweating as if I'm on cocaine, Mackenzie won't even know what hit her. She'll be screaming. Screaming, crying, we'll sit her in a chair, lightly waterboard her with like, you know, waterboard her with like iced tea, sweet tea, you know, from nukes, because that's a Mississippi thing. We'll get a big nuke sweet tea, drop it gently on her head and be like, what was that, Mackenzie? Oh, let me know, who do you like on Instagram? King Bach? Lele Pons? That's not even comedy. You know, granted, she'll start to cry. We'll break her. That's the biggest thing is we have to get her to break down. Then she'll confess all the, the things that she's really thought. Then we'll use that as blackmail towards her. So then she'll, we'll open her little cell phone and then I'll say, McKenzie, you better... Follow, follow Heather right now. She'll know it's me because I won't be wearing a mask, but your husband and Jeff will be using these like weird voices and we'll have masks on. So she will have no idea who they are. And then we'll get her to to follow me. And then we'll force her to post oh my God, everybody should follow Heather. She's my BFF and she's the coolest chick ever. So then I get that demographic, that younger demographic, because right now my analytics show that I'm ranging from about 21 all the way up to 75, but I'm missing the core demographic, which is 14 year old young white women who are hormonal and bitchy as fuck. You know what I mean? So Christy, I think if you could just have your people call my people, We could get this whole scared straight program. And in the meantime, I probably am fucking annoying. She's 14. She doesn't want to hear the real world. She also probably doesn't have an ounce of fat on her. So when I'm bitching and moaning that my pants won't zip, she's like, ah, that's so annoying. She should just quit eating cookies. Mackenzie, I can't, okay? It's a fucking addiction. Christy, thank you for calling. That just fucking tickled me pink. I'm so excited to absolutely bully your child and scare her straight into following me online. I'll see you in Mississippi, in your garage, coming through. Again, have your people call my people. Look at us. We're fucking changing lives in the new year. God is good back to the next voicemail.
5: Hi Heather, this is Erin in Denver, Colorado. I have an absolutely fucking not for you. A guy at work has two working cell phones and a wife. And do you think the wife knows about that second cell phone? By the sounds of it, no. If I had that bitch's first name, she would know yesterday, but I don't, I don't know what to do, but it's an absolutely not for me. My husband would be castrated. No questions asked. Let me know your thoughts on men with two working
1: cell phones that the wife doesn't know about. Bye.
0: Damn. Okay, first of all, ma'am, your energy coming into this voicemail is fucking amazing. Also, wait, let's break this down. This guy has two working cell phones. (sighs) No, it's an absolutely fucking not here's the thing. Is the other one a burner? Like what does the other cell phone look like? I need more information. I'm not even fucking kidding you. I was checking out at Best Buy. This was like eight years ago. You know, I no longer shop with Best Buy because they are from the devil. I was checking out at Best Buy, like probably legit buying a Jonas Brothers full CD, like hardback copy. Okay. And this guy in front of me, was buying 10 fucking burner phones to the point where it was so obvious that, that he was like a massive drug dealer that the guy checking him out and me, we all like kind of looked at each other. It was like an awkward moment. And we all started laughing and the guy turned to me and he was just like, you know, gotta keep business going. And I was like, yeah, bruh, I feel ya. And it was just like an unspoken, we all chuckled, we all made eye contact, acknowledged that this guy was fucking gangbanging on the side and went about our day. Here's the deal. Now. I don't know what line of work you're in. You're clearly in a business where this guy does not need an extra phone, which could be considered a business line. So do I think that this little motherfucker's trifling? Uh, Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. He is clearly up to no good. Rotten, dirty dog. I just got really excited when I said that. Or... He could, now if you remember the movie Love Actually, remember Laura Linney's character had a brother who had special needs and she had an extra phone and he would call the phone all the time. Now, I actually don't remember if it was an extra phone or just like that other line, but he could have a special needs brother who's in a hospital somewhere and that guy only has that number. So it could go either way. He could be a horrible douchebag who's cheating on his wife or he could be doing the Lord's work by just trying to have a private line for you know somebody who actually needs it. So either way, I don't recommend slashing his tires or burning down his cubicle at work. Because remember, we tend to jump the gun real quick. Is it an absolutely not? If he's being unfaithful, 100%. But it could be an absolutely yes if he's you know trying to help a loved one, but he just can't have them calling his work phone all the time. Uh, but the third is he could also be dealing drugs. Here's what I, what I need you to do. I've said this again, and I'll say it again for the millionth time. Hire a private investigator. When I say hire a private investigator, I mean, I need you to personally email me. Me and I will personally investigate this. I'm looking for a new hobby in 2020. I've said it on the podcast before. If you have a case that you need me to crack, you just call me once and I'll show up at your office. What do you like? Sell insurance somewhere in like Des Moines? I'll be there on a Monday, ready to. F- I'm on the fucking case. Okay. If Jeff, does Jeff have another cell phone? Fuck. Now I'm paranoid. If Jeff had another cell phone, it'd be specifically for sports betting. And then I would just like fucking kill him anyways. But Yeah, he's got another cell phone. This is sketchy. If it's an iPhone, I feel like you could just easily call Apple and like unlock that shit. But if it's like, if he has like an iPhone and then he's got like a Boost Mobile situation as the backup burner, then he's definitely just dealing drugs. If it's like an old school Razor phone, then that's, he's running a sex, a hotline. Fuck, he could be trafficking. Honestly, Okay. You know what? Screw it. I have a feeling this guy's up to no good. Fuck. I can't give you this. Actually, legally, I'm not allowed to tell you to like investigate this, but I think this guy's up to no good. Okay. Now back to the next voicemail. We are heading into the holiday season full throttle, baby. It's Christmas. We just made it through. And now we are heading into New Year's. And let me tell you what, last year on January 1st, 2019, I had the worst hangover of my life. I'm talking stage five, next level, had to hug the toilet, was not thriving. I was barely surviving. The good thing is I have my secret weapon this year in my bag. When I head out to my New Year's Eve party, I'm going to be taking DHM Detox, my favorite go-to So I don't have a hangover, buddy. (laughs) Literally, that's what I want to kiss at midnight. I want to kiss my little packet of DHM Detox. All you have to do is when you start having that first initial drink, take two of the pills and literally drink a glass of water. And the next thing you know, it will automatically go into your system and start fighting all of the bad toxins that build up to give you that nasty hangover. I know that January 1st is a lazy day, but I got to make my vision board. I've got shit to do, baby. The good thing is, I'm not going to be hung over because I'm going to have DHM detox with me. Throw two little, little packets in your purse on your way to the party. Just take it initially when you start to feel like you're about to start drinking. Next thing you know, you will wake up feeling refreshed. The best thing is, It's just a part of my drinking routine now. I don't even have to think think twice about it. I take the little convenient travel packs, throw them in my purse, my clutch, they fit anywhere in my winter coat pocket and I am out the door and good to go. Also, don't forget they make great party gifts. If you're going to a party, bring a bottle of champagne and then bring some DHM Detox so everybody's going to feel as great as you the next day. It's a risk-free purchase. If you aren't satisfied after taking the product, they'll give you your money back. This is truly a no-brainer and I've got you 20% off your order. Just head over to DHM Detox and use promo code absolutely at checkout. That's DHMDetox.com. If you have any questions, send a message to at DHMDetox on Instagram. And hey, let's start 2020 off right without a hangover. Now back to the podcast.
5: Heather, girl, my absolutely freaking not is chocolate diamonds. Like whoever came up with this was just looking for something to do with these ugly little gemstones that they have and a way to upsell them. They're not cute. They're not pretty, especially in a gold setting. Ain't cute. They look like shiny little turds. If my man bought me one for Thanksgiving or Christmas or birthday or whatever, I mean, I wouldn't throw it away. I would return it, get the money, and buy me something pretty and shiny. And just, I would use my $2,000 on something else. I've already had this discussion with my man and he knows to not buy me chocolate diamonds. Absolutely freaking not. They are so ugly. Not worth the money. Bye, girl. Love you.
0: Hey, girl. Let me tell you what. This is funnier than shit, okay? This is the kind of voicemail that I need to hear. It's man specific and it's absolutely damn ridiculous Insane. Okay, this is the funny thing. I actually like chocolate diamonds, but I like actually like really bizarre gemstones. My sister was engaged and she won't be upset that I'm sharing this. My sister got engaged to this wonderful guy. Let's na- change his name to Kevin. That is not his name, but I'll change it for this story. He proposed to her with a beautiful ring, but it was a chocolate diamond. And to this day, we laugh our asses off because... The story was we were all down in the Turks and Caicos on a family vacation and they have beautiful jewelry stores down there. And my sister and I went with Kevin and my mom and dad and we were looking around and my sister just pointed out this ring. and was like, oh, I like that. My mom basically then cornered Kevin and said, this is the ring that Ashley wants. This was not the engagement ring that my sister wanted. This was just a general like cocktail ring that my sister thought was pretty. Literally, to this day, we blame my mother for the fact that the marriage didn't work out because Ashley got proposed to with a chocolate diamond. So it is like the chocolate diamond, like passion that you feel is so hysterical because it literally triggers something in my sister every time we bring it up she and kevin ended everything very amicably they got engaged it was like a they, like a month later she was like you know what i don't think this is where I, what i want to do the rest of my life they're still friends to this day like no big deal but to this day it was that fucking chocolate diamond and really it was because my mom bamboozled and like pushed her own agenda on the situation i told jeff i said jeff Listen, my mom's a very opinionated woman, but when it comes to like what I want, I'm going full steam ahead. You know what I mean? But yeah, chocolate diamonds. I mean, you feel passionate about it, but listen, a turd, turd nugget ring to you might be the best fucking thing in the world to somebody else. Now, do I think that the De Beers, you know, the, the, is the jewelry industry probably trying to hoodwink us with this shit? Yeah, probably. It's still fucking expensive. You know what I'm saying? At least give me a diamond I can fucking see through. I hear you though. Also, I don't know where you're calling me from. I'm going to guess like a Knoxville. Like that was a deep Knoxville kind of voice. And I love it. I feel like you were just standing outside of Jared or D. Geller and son or, or Zales or one of those. Oh, oh, yeah, those chocolate diamonds. I need to let these women know what's up. Truly one of the best voicemails I've ever gotten. This is the kind of shit that I need going into 2020. I hope everyone listens to this. This is the kind of mad specific shit that I need because it is so fucking funny to me. Hey, let me tell you what right now. Chocolate diamonds. Ridiculous. It's funnier than shit and it's accurate. What else are we getting bamboozled on? A lot of shit. What are our iPads made out of? Probably crystal meth and we don't even know it. It's a bigger conversation that we need to have in the new year. But the fact that you were that like physically assaulted by chocolate diamonds is fucking hysterical and I live for you. Thank you for this voicemail. Absolutely not to dark gemstones if that's not what you're into. You know, when it's a gemstone, I do love a barrel stone. It's like a mixture of a light blue and a green. Google it. It's fucking good. Thank you for that call. Let's get to the next voicemail.
1: Hi, Heather. It's Christina from New Jersey. I went to school in Atlantic City. Please come back to us. I will show you where to eat. Um, Huge fan. I wanted to share an absolutely not and an absolutely yes. So I've been sick for about two years now. So I'm home on a medical leave from school. I go to a lot of appointments. I was at the eye doctor and I decided to go to the quick check after. It's like a Wawa of New Jersey. Um, And some boy was uh, eating his for real strawberry banana smoothie. And I decided I'd like a for real strawberry banana smoothie. So I walk over to the machine and he sneezes and he sneezes his for real, strawberry banana smoothie all over me. Um, So absolutely not to for real smoothies now, but absolutely yes to you. My nurse um, showed me your podcast because I kind of needed something and you cheer me up on the worst days and I really love you. So I hope you come back to New Jersey because I will show you where to eat. Thanks, girl. Christina from
0: New Jersey, thank you so much for sharing this beautiful uh, voicemail. Absolutely not to getting sneezed on by a real, real strawberry banana smoothie. That's disgusting. You're telling me, you walk into this joint, this guy turns to you. At the same moment that he turns to you, he doesn't even have a lid on this bad boy and he sneezes his smoothie in your face. Disgusting. Listen, I heard that you're doing a little medical treatment and I I don't know what's necessarily wrong, but if in that moment you could ever use like the handicap card, I would have used that. I would have screamed, I've been sneezed on, I'm, I'm unwell, I'm handicapped and just dropped to the floor. You know what I mean? Like I would have been, that's the, the only dramatic thing I would have done in that moment. And people would have rushed over and you would have at least gotten the other smoothie for free. You know, if you're already homesick, you might as well fucking play it to your advantage. You know what I'm saying? I've said this before, my dad died. I'm gonna pull that card forever. I do hope that you're getting better and I'm so sorry that you're on medical leave. But in the meantime, if you can like tweak the system a little bit, they get a free fucking smoothie, bitch. I ain't going to judge you. And I know none of our listeners are. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yes, yeah. so dear nurse is sharing my podcast. I love that. I love that um You know we can listen to this shit and giggle in a time of need and and a a time of hardship and frustration. I'm going to be praying for you, Christina. I would love to come back to New Jersey and you show me around and all the good places to eat. Gotta be honest with you, I'm not really into this banana smoothie situation, especially now that I can't get the idea that this guy sneezed it out of his nose onto your face. But I'd love to come have a sandwich with you. You know, I'm down. I'm down to clown. I'll drive. You know, if you were at the eye doctor, you might not be having great vision right now. I'll freaking drive. I'll rent us a luxurious car. We'll paint the town red. I got you, girl. I'm here for it. Let's freaking go, doggy. Let's go. Yeah, that I would be traumatized if somebody sneezed a smoothie in my face, plain and simple. You know, I had a dear friend, and I think I've said this before in the podcast, but he used to hold in his sneezes My buddy Barrett, he would never release the sneeze. And I finally looked at him one day, I go, Barrett, you gotta release the fucking sneeze. Your brain's gonna explode out of the side of your ears. Don't be an idiot. Christina, I love you. I'm gonna be praying for you. I hope that 2020, you find some resolutions, some answers to maybe the unknown medical stuff. And I really am praying for you. And I love you. And I thank you for sharing this with me. Now, let's go to the next voicemail.
3: Hey, hello, this is Christos. I'm calling from New York. I have an absolutely yes. Uh, which is being a parent. Uh, I recently became a parent. Um, I adopted a baby by myself and it's awesome. And I uh, hear you talk a lot in your podcast about in the future kind of wanting kids and all that stuff and I can't help but think that you'd be an awesome mama one day to a football player or a hockey player, of course. Uh, but my absolutely yes is uh, becoming a parent because it is a game changer, and it's awesome. And so are you. Uh, I love you. Keep on killing it. Bye, girl. Oh,
0: What a beautiful voicemail. I believe the name was Christos. Oh, thank you so much for sharing this. You know, that's gorgeous. Congratulations, and good for you for adopting and doing your damn thing. Um, my, one of my sister's best friends is, is, you know, having a baby on her own. I think it's beautiful. And you know what? What, a, what an amazing thing. Look at where we are now we're just doing shit on our own. And you know what? I bet you put that on your vision board at the beginning of the year. And I think that is so amazing to build, you know, build a family. And I'll tell you what, I absolutely friggin' yes, I want kids, not at this second. you know, I want to be able to enjoy the wedding and get through it. And I have a couple more career things that I need to pop through, but trust me, I know all you hoes want me pregnant because y'all would be like, that's some good content, entertainment, and whether I can have my own children or I adopt or whatever, I, you know, whatever God gives me, I think, um, being a parent, I mean, you got to giggle. I mean, I can only imagine how hard it is. And I, and I know it's hard because so many of my friends tell me, but my God to look down and just see a kid just being a dingle dongle is probably the best thing in the world. You know, that's amazing. I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. Congratulations. That's friggin' Awesome. And I think the coolest thing is you didn't have to ask permission from anybody. Well, you know, like the adoption agency and they had to do a background check and make sure you weren't like a sociopath. But you know what I'm saying? Like you're doing you. And I think that's friggin' fantastic. What a beautiful, beautiful moment. Going into the new year with your beautiful new family. Fuck yeah, doggy. Listen, they won't let me adopt a French bulldog. And we've been over this on other episodes of the podcast, but you watch. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get a kid you know what I'm saying? Congratulations. I'm so thrilled for you. What a beautiful, absolutely yes. That's just the best. I love hearing this kind of stuff. Well, that wraps up another amazing episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Don't you love how I just said it was amazing? I haven't even heard it yet, but I know it's great. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Tuning in, not turning in. Well, you're turning in. You're turning into a badass. See what I did there? Thank you for tuning into the podcast this year. As always, click subscribe download, share with your friends. I will see you in the brand new year, in a new decade. Oh shit. I'll see you in the new decade, 2020. See you this January. I love you. I mean it. Grateful from the bottom of literally the deep, deep depths of my vagina. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. Have a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful rest of your holiday season and new years and love you. Absolutely. Yes. To a beautiful, fruitful 2020. See you in the new year. Bye.